in the motherfucking suburbs with it. Raw, bing, bow, bow. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on? Prepare yourself for some ignorant shit, nigga. This is Mafia Music. In the Maybach, that is. Had to take it deep in the rap, baby.
Welcome to a brand new episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. This is the ninth installment. Shout out to everybody who fucks with the network. You can find us at theburbsnetwork.com. <clears throat> excuse me. Or on your favorite po- uh excuse me. On your favorite podcast streaming service and online for social media at the Burbs Network. You can find me, the host, McFly, at Prince underscore McFly. Drop the Y at the EI. That's on all social media platforms. So new year, new goals. The team is back, man. Um, starting off today, um, I think we're gonna be at what four shows a week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, hopefully by February we'd be at five or six. Listen, man, we working, we working hard. Schedule wise, we're gonna be on top of everything. Um, once again, fresh with the birds. That's definitely coming out. Jack and Henny's coming out. We got, um, if I'm not mistaken, the girls show is called Girls Talk. Uh, that will be debuting this week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, my little brother show, he got a show that's dropping. So, niggas is working hard. Um, but today, we got a special guest in the building. The homie Top Bell from the future is here. Yeah. What up, though? <laughs> Top Bill. You know what I'm saying? You can find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Future Bill, the name of the brand. And it's also associated with the Burns Network. You all want family. What's going on, man? What's up, man? Let's talk. Hey, I, I finally got you here. Yeah. I've been here, but we finally... We, we finally sitting down. What's up, my baby? <laughs> so let's just kick this off with who is Top Bill? All right, good. Top Bill... Uh, might be a Facebook, I mean, social media influence. Um, I'm from the east side of Pontiac, where 300 block, all that. But yeah, um, as far as my social media career and my um, entertainment career, Top Bill, um, he hosts a music show, a music vlog show called The Future. Um, I'm very known in the community. I'm very hands-on with the community. Hands on with the local rappers, or local entertainers, whatever you want to know, whatever you want to meet, just tap in with me, man. Top Bell to get you there. So, where did Top Bell uh, start from? Okay, from a name like Stop Top Side Bell. Like I okay. was going, I had a little wave going. <laughs> I'm probably the reason why the whole city off perks like no cat. Okay, I had I had a whole little wave going. Top Side Bell really was out here on two wheels through the years. Like, okay. Pushing, pushing my name. I really wanted to start rapping, but I don't know. It just ain't work out. So I just like I ain't put too much into it. That's where it's, the top just stuck. Everybody just started calling me top, and I just dated the rap shit. And now I'm on the entertainment. So you're just shit. like fuck this rap shit. Yeah, I'm just gonna be a uh, you know influencer basically. Basically, yeah, I'm gonna influence this entertainment the right way, the way we need, the way it need to be. Okay, so, all right. So, now you're an influencer, so you're more, you know, positive, and, you know, and shit like that. Exactly. So, Definitely. Do you look back on, like, like you just said, you ha- you the reason the whole city is on perks. Do you sit back and be like, ah, you know, yeah. or is that just a yes. part of your story? You feel what I'm saying? I mean, history is history, but at the end of the day, I really did clean up my act. Like, I don't do drugs like, like I used to, or I don't... Uh, promote them on, on Facebook and social media like I used to. Like, 
because I noticed like a lot of people watch what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I had to stop, or I'm going to like, uh, how you want to say? It? I'm going to corrupt people. Like, it don't matter what I do. People might think it's cool. I could jump off a fucking roof and motherfuckers look like, it might be somebody out there is going to be like, well, I'm going to jump off a roof too. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I just wanted to utilize my influence and my power the right way. So I can okay. keep using it. You feel me? I don't want to be like no negative person out there. I am toxic. When it comes to females, I'm toxic as hell. That's never going to change. But <clears throat> when it comes to kids and... People watching up, watching me, looking up to me, like I'm like church boy. Like I gotta really like soon tie. You feel me? So what made you hit that three sixty? Well, not three sixty. Is it three sixty? No, it's one eighty. One eighty. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like halfway, one foot in, one foot out. Okay. Um, like I said, really like younger than younger crowd starting to look up. Like I got tired of seeing people on Facebook talk about perks all the time. Like, bro, all right, that's y'all fucking life now. Like. I understand what the drug do, and I understand how it makes you feel, but come on now, bro. Drugs are not it. <clears throat> Everybody is not meant for drugs. Just because you see somebody cool tearing their body down, they still able to function, that's not going to work for everybody. One, your genes might not be up to it. Then you might fall out and die off of one pill or some shit. You feel me? So you got to watch what you're doing and watch who you watch doing. You feel me? Like So that's where a lot of that came from, so. It just like I just really had to fall back and relax because here, here you speak about it. It seemed like you did your research on the drug before you became, you know, before you started messing with the drug. Exactly. I'm gonna tell you just like this. This is how I know people really went into knowing what they was taking. Mm. They was just followers. Like before Percy even came about, motherfuckers was dropping Zans in a lens. Just to get a sleeper or longer high. First of all, Zan is a benzo. It's not even an opiate. Lean is an opiate. So you got motherfuckers dropping a benzo and with an opiate trying to get a, a high. That don't even mix. That ain't even how you do drugs. So you that let you know where people came at and how they was following to where I really opened them up to what they was doing. Now motherfuckers might research to, okay, maybe I don't want to get hooked on opiates. Or maybe I don't want to be out here like a junkie because... This is what it's do. Oh, opiates, uh, perk is heroin? Yes, perk is heroin. Mm-hmm. It's just in a pill form. You feel me? So, yeah, I got smarter and I got and I started researching, which made me also slow down a little bit too. Because mm-hmm. who wants to be out here just... Because you finding out what yeah. it's doing to your body. Yeah, basically, yeah. And you don't want to be out in public looking like a junkie. Exactly. Like, And I probably was like once last year before I really like slowed down, probably was like one... One cracker away from looking like a full-time junkie, you feel me? Like, I really had to fall back, get my parents together, get my goals together, really think about what I was doing. Because even though it might sound cool, females might like it, you really killing yourself, basically. You shouldn't be messing with females who like niggas off perks anyway. Bro, like... Or a female that just like a nigga who's just drink lean and sleep yeah. all day. Like, what type of motivation is is that for you? You feel me? So, a lot of females, even when they date drug dealers or date rappers and stuff that's hooked on drugs, they really followers too. Like, you don't even got a queen. Because if she was a queen, she'd be helping you trying to get off it. Mm-hmm. Not inducing or accepting. But I do think it's dope that you know... You did your research on these things. 
and now it's spreading, you know, your voice, you know, to the, the younger, uh, younger niggas like, yo, nigga, this is what this shit is doing to niggas, bro. This shit ain't cool. Exactly, exactly, exactly. The younger crowds, like, if I, my message to y'all with drugs is like, save it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't waste your time on it. Eventually, you're going to regret it. Like, it's not... I don't know nobody who came out on top of using drugs or like life. That's like, real. That that's like, seriously. That's like, real. No, like eventually Michael Jackson died. He was on Pro yeah. Fall. Prince died. He was taking thirties, like blues. Like you never know. Like you gotta understand, God could call you at any time off a drug. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So like and I'm a big I got big faith in God. Like that's my number mm-hmm. one source of living, God. But like, you don't understand. So you making these commitments and these and these promises to God. You fuck around, you backdoor because you want to be cool, and there you go. You're mm-hmm. you're over with because you plan, you tampering with the universe now. You feel no me? matter how much money you got, yeah. You no matter, go. you yeah. can't run from that shit. You can't run from the reaper, bro. It's, it's inedible. That's real. So you think, not to you know, get hundred percent out of that. You think God took Michael Jackson and Prince, and yeah. it wasn't the white man. I'm going to tell you just like this. When they got to doing what they doing and got bigger than, than like, bro, they didn't look back, bro. You feel me? And, I, and I'm telling you, I know how demons work, bro. When you get to dealing with drugs and you get to dealing with God and you ask him to take you off and you get back on, you're go- it's like, it's like, it's, it's a negative reaction, bro. Like, you ask somebody you pray to, you giving guidance and over your life, and then you plan with what they doing. You feel me? It might not work for. It might not be like that mm-hmm. in reality. But me spiritually, that's what I think goes on with a lot of people who open up. Like you make promises. You mean you feel me? You talk to God. You get too high. You ask God to take this shit away from you, bro. Like I, if anybody who been drunk or been high, super high at one time, it, I know it been times. Mm-hmm. Even when you diarrhea or doing some shit like that, you'd be like, oh, God, just make it stop or, you know what I'm saying, just, you know, just speaking out loud. And that's another thing when people be saying, you got to watch what you say. Just like, motherfuckers speak, they deaf into existence. You feel me? And I don't believe in death, but I know it's real and it's coming, but as long as I'm here on earth, like, you're not going to hear me speak like death into existence. Like, I feel what you're saying, but I think specifically with those two artists, I think they had something that, you know, somebody else wanted. You know, they got them yeah. up out of there. Of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it could have been like that for them, too. You feel me? Because Michael Jackson, he owned just not even his masters and shit like that. He owned, like, um, he owned every year, the Beatles. Yeah, he bought a con- he bought. I'm familiar with my, uh, Mike Jackson. Like, yeah. he bought, like, a... a, a um, a master company that owned a lot of people yeah. masters. So right? he owned like uh like if I'm not mistaken, like three billion dollars yeah. worth of masters and shit like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, uh when he ended up dying, they ended up buying that shit back from his um his from his estate for only six hundred million. Yeah. The same thing with the Prince situation. They yeah. ended up buying Prince Masters back okay. from his estate. Alright, for sure. Alright, if they use drugs to kill them for that, then that's understandable. But I don't wanna think like mm. I don't wanna be like I think in the Michael- drugs like drugs gonna be the magic yeah. source. Cause you gotta think about Kobe. Kobe wanted to leave Nike, you feel me? 
then he died. You know what I'm saying? Kobe wanted to start, like, he was mad at a pharmaceutical company for using the Mamba name. Mm -hmm. Like, he got a lawsuit right now with a trillion dollar pharmaceutical company for mm -hmm. using Mamba the wrong way because he used Mamba as an intelligence way to win mm -hmm. kids over. And then you putting his name on a drug that's killing kids. He, you know, so, like, I don't really want to try like, attach drugs to, like, death yeah. like that, but, like, I was just using them as an example as uh far as, like, when you call on it and you keep using yeah. it, it could just end bad for you, basically. When you renege. Yeah, it's just like that. It's just like renege. You know? Reneging a deal. So how was it growing up? Um, it was, I had a pretty fair, pretty fair childhood. You know, mama, father both there, they both provide as much as they can. Mm -hmm. Like, only thing that really hurted me from my childhood probably was losing my brother. That's about it. Everything else was peaches. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, how did Pontiac influence the man we see today? Man, I've been black. Look, look man, I'm not. Let's put this on the floor. I know people might think I'm some type of popular person. And I was in school and I was just this old friendly person that knew everybody. That's not the case. That's not how I got this popularity. I got this popularity for being blackballed. Fucking these niggas bitches, get almost getting cheese put on my head, like, and still just steady being right here and holding my own. It didn't come from, it didn't come from like being like a super sports athlete or or a super, you know, nice guy in the hallway. Mm -hmm. Let's take pictures. <laughs> Let's go on field trips together. No, none of that. I missed every school trip. Never been to prom. Never been to a homecoming. Never seen my kids born. It's a lot. Like, where y'all want to start with this shit? Huh? Let's start from the beginning. <laughs> where y'all want to start Let's with start this from the shit, beginning. Man. Like, my thing with Pontiac, like, I really feel like Pontiac don't really got my back like I think, like, people think they do. You feel me? Like, I speak what people don't want to say. I mm -hmm. say what motherfuckers scared to say to the popular person. Like, what makes you more greater than me because you got... Uh, 300 people liking your picture and only 20 liking mine. I don't want people to feel like they got to kiss ass to get in the in crowd because that's not how you're going to get in there. You feel me? You're going to end up getting shitted on. Mm -hmm. Kissing ass leads to you getting shitted on. So just be your own person staying 10 toes. Like, that's where that came from me, bro. Like, showing no fear. Like, I've been kidnapped. I've been shot at. Death threats, all that. Like, you can name it, bro. I never, ever, like, ratted on nobody. Never, ever. I don't got no Fugazi shit on my name. Nothing, bro. Like, I just be me. Like, literally be me all the time. That's how this shit came about. You feel me? Then, like, the females. Like, I got a thing. <clears throat> I got a way of talking with females. You feel me? So, I really could get any female I want. So, a lot of people don't like me because of that shit, too. You feel me? Like, that's a gift and a curse that come along with my name, too. You feel me? Like, I probably got 90% of my animosity built up from other people, from females. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. But, yeah, that's how I feel, and that's why I'm at with Pontiac, bro. Like, I don't know. I think if Pontiac supported me a lot better than what they did or what they do, maybe we could make some music. It's gonna be kind of hard for us, bro, because we're not the fan favorites. You feel me? I'm not the fan favorite. 
so so where do you see the blackballing going down at? All right, club days back. We can go back to like 2000, like a couple years back. Club days. It's like to a point where I don't know. I was my name on the flyer was bigger than the club promoter name on the flyer. You feel me? I don't know. And then motherfuckers didn't want to pay for the crowd I was bringing. I could say I'm gonna be at this club Friday. You for sure go have 20 bitches at the bar buying drinks because I'm there. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Then they go bring the niggas that they got chasing them into the club. We about to have a sold out event just on the strength of my name. So when I got to make mean demands and asking this and that, you know, it seemed like they just wanted to keep shooting shots and making shit shake with Detroit or trying to make shit pop with Detroit. I got love for Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like I spent a lot of time in Detroit. I fuck with Detroit heavy. You feel me? But the thing is, when you got people in your own city capable of doing the same shit for lesser cheese, I mean. You go the other route, I'm assuming that that's what that is, blackballing. You know what I'm saying? Then, like I said, I got a thing with females. A nigga might not like me over females. So, of course, people want to see me in the club, but he don't like me over a female. I'm not going to be in the club. So, that got me kind of off the scene. Then, internet, you know, internet situations and shit. A lot of people back up off you. A lot of people shy away from you because of attention you might get or maybe problems that might come along with you. But if you ask me, I'm worth it, but a lot of people don't think so. Do you think Pontiac have a problem with reaching out to Detroit too much? Uh, uh yeah. After after this, I mean it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that no more. Like, we got a mainstream artist, an industry artist by the name of Pontiac DDG that I'm real familiar with, his family real locked in with his brother and stuff. Like, they should just eliminate. All the money could go to dog, bro. Like, he got big futures, big features and all that. Like, if you want him, just bring pay, pay the cheese. He going to bring whoever. Like, he going to bring so much attention. Like, I, I feel like we owe DDG that. Lost his brother too. Like his brother, a cold case. People act like they don't want to know what's going on, but you know, I ain't speaking on that. But I ain't gonna speak too much on that. But yeah, he been mm-hmm. in a situation to where he feel like Pontiac said fuck him too. That's a, when 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 stuff like that going up goes on and it's big and y'all and Pontiac takes sides and pick sides. Y'all don't understand. It's motherfuckers who's getting in position to where y'all gonna need them. And is y'all gonna be looking like, well, we Pontiac, bro. In a minute, that's what y'all gonna be saying. I think, I, is it a problem in Pontiac? Yes, but I think that's just a small city problem. I think it to, is. Oh, in other places, it's just like that. You feel what I'm saying? Um, a lot of niggas break outside of their city because their city just wasn't fucking with them. It is. I mean, and it's. That, I mean, it, that could be that could be like in some situations, but after you got artists like Rio and RCM Mike that break mm-hmm. out from a small town like Flint, like motherfuckers don't even want to go there to get water. You see what I'm saying? And they break out now. They're almost on a national level to where you hear Future and his fandom playing Rio and Mike. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So 
Now it's not about Detroit no more. It's about who's hot and who's not. Yeah. Because if they listening, they listening. You feel me? They they came with a sound, an undeniable sound, and they had no choice but to to take it. You think they was gonna change the shit talking because Detroit don't like it? No, they stuck with their sound and they. But Detroit gave them niggas. They co gave them the cosign though. Hell no! You heard Rio's yeah. first song. Peasy. I mean, Peasy went to a peep. If y'all noticed, Peasy was doing a lot of parties in uh, Flint. He was hearing Rio on them before we was hearing Rio Mm -hmm. on them. You feel me? Of course, Peasy saw the opportunity to put his chain on him, but Dog and them was, we, they was been rocking our show. Mm -hmm. Going nuts up there. Motherfuckers flying up the Flint. Yeah. Exactly. And then you understand, we got, okay, that's true. But Peasy come from a city where it might be 800,000 people in there. It's 60,000 in Flint. It's 60,000 in Pontiac. You feel me? So, one side of the east side of Detroit, 400,000 people. Yeah, put a ghetto boy chain on it. Now we got 400,000 streamers. Yeah, that was a door, but like I said, eventually it was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Lil Yachty, Lil Uzi was listening to Peasy. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I would say probably Yachty. Yachty was listening to Yeah. Peasy. I think all the niggas would have been listening to them niggas out in Oakland and all the Atlanta rappers be all out of California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, in that case, yeah, they've been doing... Peasy, Peasy been grinding for so long, so yeah. whatever Peasy did was smart and he deserved that yeah, shit. All, like, a lot of Detroit artists be having a, a heavy uh, California influence. Like, uh, niggas out there just fuck with that shit. Because the sound is similar, you feel what I'm saying? A lot of people like Detroit now. Like Dej Loaf, she popped in California before she popped in Michigan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dej Loaf came with an undeniable hit too. Yeah, if you come with one of them, yeah, yeah, you out of there. You out of there, bro. You out of there. Like, do we got artists in Pontiac that can make hits like that? Hundred percent. Yeah. It's a, like, like it's a lot of talent in Pontiac, all the way around. Just in Michigan, for real, for real, like. And it's a light on, it's a, it's a light on Michigan for yeah. the industry. So it's only going to get bigger. Y'all basically need to tighten up, put as much money as you can in yourself. It's like, it's like the, what happened with Georgia. It was so many niggas that was had so many undeniable hits and was moving as a unit that you couldn't stop Georgia, no matter what. Because from the beginning of the time, East Coast ran hip-hop. From the beginning till fucking 2007. Feel me? It was East Coast. West Coast had a little run there, but East Coast was still on fire during that time. Yeah. So when it was finally time for the South to, you know, make their move, it was so many niggas coming from so many places. That was like, you couldn't stop it. Exactly. So I feel like Michigan has that right now. And I think, look, and I'm going to tell you like this. It's only so long before Pontiac. Pontiac is about to blow up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's only, a, like, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Like, um, I got a feeling DDG go come back and start putting artists on his way. You feel me? Once he get the fiddling and get his yeah. shit going on and get established, I'm pretty sure he's going to come back and see who's mm-hmm. going and he's, who's going hard and who's not. So people could act like they could take it serious. Or they could sit back and act like they don't know what's going on, but it's about to turn up. 
I think where? just the problem with a lot of artists is they don't take it ser- serious enough. Or put in the time, money, effort. Don't got the money. You feel don't what got I'm the saying? Time. And they don't understand. You got to go hard, like for 365. Just Do like that two years straight, like nonstop, no breaks. Just yeah. imagine yourself working three, 365 days. No, you haven't done it in your life. Like you know, you can't imagine it. So just know that's what it takes to make it. I always look at it as nigga. If I could go to a job. 40 hours a week, 40 plus hours a week, and work my ass off to make somebody else rich, why can't you do that for yourself? Exactly. Just imagine what the women would do if they put 12 hours a day into themselves. Not 12 hours into TV, not 12 hours into books, or really trying to find your talent or working on your craft. You know what I'm saying? Like, it can get supernatural. Like, like that's one of my New Year's resolutions is to make every day... Do something every day. No, like, you feel me? We get in the habit of being like, ah, shit, I'm tired, so I'm going to chill today. It's like that. Do something something that's going to help me become rich every day. I don't care if it's, I take two hours out of my day to do something. You feel what I'm saying? That's exactly. Because I could be on fucking Facebook for eight hours. And that shit ain't doing shit. So why can't I be, you know, doing something... Depending on your depending yeah. on your career lane and what you into, that's what you need to figure out where you need to spend your day. Hundred percent. In entertainment, yes, you need to be on Facebook eight hours a day. Yes, you need to be on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do eight hours a day because this is where you're part of your craft now. Now, what you do is different. If you podcasting, then you need to know these people' business. Mm-hmm. If you vlogging, then you need to know questions or you need to know what they are into so when you interviewing or you get a chance to interview somebody that you blog about you come off correct you see what I'm saying so like I absolutely agree with you about that every day you need to do something to work out some business yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so um what I want to get into next we got so much uh let's get into fashion fashion you yeah. seem like a, a real fashionable forward person. I, uh, I'm clean. You feel me? I ain't. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it a little bit. Um. Real quick, top five designers. Top five designers. Um. I'm gonna say Louis. Product, um, who else coming? Here? But that's it, bro. I ain't giving nobody else no more credit. I don't even want to even shout out Louis. Throw some, lo- throw some local niggas in there. Yeah, all right. Shout out to all my local brands. Got Dreams, um, Certified, um, JC Customs. Um, who else? Shout out to uh, Hefe. Is that his name? Yeah, shout out Hefe. Shout out um. The Tribe, that's my baby. Gang J13, go stream his music. Shout out Brandel Howe, that's my brother here, designer. Shout out Damar Williams, is that his name? They be drawing on the back, back of jackets and stuff. 
Demar Williams. Kamar Kamar Williams. Kamar Williams. Yeah, All right, shout out Kamar Williams. Um, who else be going crazy around here that I be looking at? Uh, yeah, that's about yeah. Them my favorite. Yeah, them like people I really like talk to and shit. But yeah, they got some nice merch. Go get it. So as a consumer. What attract you to, you know, certain um, brands? Oh, futuristic, like, futuristics, gadgets, um, colors, designs, like that. Like, I could go shopping and get an outfit for 40 bucks Mm -hmm. and make it look like spliffy. It's Mm -hmm. not what you wear, it's who wearing it. Yeah, 100%. So... Like, I'm not really materialistic as far as, like, pricey-wise, but, yeah, I got shoes that's $20, and I got shoes that's $600. That's real. I, th- I feel I'm the same way, but the brands that I fuck with, fuck with, I will spend top money on. Like, uh, I'm forever Nike. I don't give a fuck. I will never stop wearing Nikes. Unless another nigga, you know, unless somebody else coming to that. You feel what I'm Nike saying? Just that, bro. Just so that. Nike had a collab with Stussy, and they dropped three hundred dollars snow pants, which is ridiculous. But you bought them. I bought them. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? I mean, like, my I'm, I'm gonna throw here my nickname for you. Like, I call him Fleece. You feel <laughs> me? I know y'all probably be seeing me on the picture. Fleece. That's what he dropped fire. When you see that fleece, you know he done came heat. But yeah, like I'm more like mismatch brands. I'm with that style. I'm hundred percent mismatch yeah, brands. Yeah, yeah, that's heat. That's fire mm-hmm. now because that's really you're not really giving one brand control of who you are and what mm-hmm. you're wearing. Like I'm wearing all y'all shit. I don't got no loyalty to none of you pussies. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about these brands now. So <clears throat> yeah, like it's all about how you dress. Like I really think my fashion line gonna be heat, bro, because I'm really just gonna change how you dress. Like, you're going to be okay with coming outside with a gadget on your back. You know what I'm saying? All right, so let's get into it. <laughs> let's start talking about what, what you got coming, fashion-wise. All right, the fashion line going to be called Future. You feel me? Like, it's going to be all type of futuristic type ideas. Just imagine a line called Future. Right. What can I do with Future? What can I create with Future? Any fucking thing I want. If I want to put out a bottle cap hoodie, it's out there. And it's never been out there. It's futuristic. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I got to, I took a name and I basically made a name where I could create off it. You mm-hmm. feel me? If you can't create off a name, that's not a brand. You see what I'm saying? If you can't slap your clothing name on a stadium or a bank, it's not a brand to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to put uh, super hot dogs because I got a chain on everything I fucking see. Super mm-hmm. hot dogs. No, it's not just about to be super hot dogs. So I took a name, and it's not spelled F-U-T-U-R-E. No, it's not spelled like that. You feel me? It's spelled F-E-W. Spelled F-E-W-T-C-H-E-R. So I really want to attack all nationalities. I want to support all the communities, gay communities. Um, that's it. I'm sorry about that. LG. What is it called? LGBT. LGBT communities. Um the the Olympics. I want like I want to be. I want to make something that the world needs. Something the world needs. So something that's gonna change the world. Yes, bro. They gonna still be offended because you forgot some letters. 
Yeah, we for sure. We for sure forgot some letters. Look, bro, y'all. I'm look. I'm I, I look. I'm supporting y'all all the way. So yeah. They just show be like, he trying to be, he trying to destroy our game. <laughs> 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 yes, they will try to sue you for missing a letter and shit, and they will win. We don't got no beef with y'all. Nobody in here that worked for the Bird Network. <laughs> we don't want no smoke. Nope, don't y'all. smoke at all. Hell no, y'all rule the world. No cap. But yeah, like other than that. I'm just gonna like start coming up with like some crazy ideas, bro. Mm-hmm. Just go see if it's shape. That's how I really want to present the future. So, the future clothing line. So theoretically, it's not merch. No. It, it's it's something totally. It's, it's bigger than that. That that's that's real. It's bigger than that. It's to the point where like I don't even want to put a sketch out without getting it patented. Okay. That's how scary it is. You feel me? Like I don't, I don't draw shit. I don't leave it around. Like if a motherfucker want to try to steal this name, I got a million ways to reuse it. Like, <laughs> like I'm really prepared for this. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, so like, and then like, even with even with names and stuff, that never stop who the person and the motivation and the momentum that's behind the person. Like, yeah. Wherever I go, it's going to get the gonna the be, energy gonna be the same. The energy gonna be there. So let's talk about uh, the future, the actual, the show. Where did you, uh, how did you come up with that? Um, Really the future, it came about like, because I told you like, I got kids, I got two kids, mm-hmm. um, a boy and a girl. And like, you know, everything I do, I think about them. I think about what it could affect them, can they take over it, can uh, you know, all that. So I really like the future came about where like, I was like, I'm about to just give give the up and coming the spotlight. This is really not really for people that's already established. It's just for like teens coming out of high school. For real. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I decided to interview local rappers and people uh-huh. who got brands. Like that's what I picked up. But really, I'm going to start going for high school players and kids that's on the all eight on the road. Yeah. Stuff like that. I'm going to have like um, I'm gonna have future hosts. I'm gonna give future hosts that's already in high school the position to host this role. Like y'all could be in high school hosting future. Like y'all uh-huh. could get this established and already be in the hallways with y'all cameras and picking up footage and mm-hmm. editing. Like y'all could start from high school and join yeah. the team. You feel me? So that's where this is. That's where it all came about. Like eventually, the kids want to be making future. That's dope. That that's actually the dopest fuck. So I like the idea of, you know, interviewing high school kids or kids that's out doing positive shit. You feel what yes, I'm saying? bro. Like, geeks are, geeks need rewards, bro. Yeah. Like, people really, like, underestimate the geeks until the Poi Poi wave. Everybody wanted to be a, a geek when the Poi Poi wave came. That's unemployment, mm-hmm. swipers. You need, yeah, y'all was all trying to figure out credit cards and how to use all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's people that been on that. That's yeah. been doing it and been going to continue doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm not trying to put a light on what a geek is. They are not all scammers, yeah. but they are smart, intelligent people. And their minds are like athletes, bro. They run the world, bro. Yeah. Anything that's important. So you got to understand, like, you want yeah. a physical athlete, you got physical athletes, and you got mental athletes. Mm-hmm. You feel me? A mental athlete will eventually outlast a physical athlete. 100%. Yeah, so you got to get rich all you can. 
Like you can't use what, your body. A football player, you might have ten years at your peak. Yeah, training. Yeah. In, in general, you got ten years at your peak. A basketball player, you might have ten to twelve for real, for real. And you got people like Bill Gates and Rockless Child that's ninety and still going hammer. Mm-hmm. You feel me? He's ninety years old, brain fully active, and get new, the nutrients and whatever it needs to function mm-hmm. a day. Like like mental athletes. Or they like you said they run the world like yeah. y'all really sleep on because athletes. They the ones who are coming up with um, technology, technology. They coming up with cures, marketing strategies. Like you, like you would think a rap, a rapper, a rapper would go in and get the nerdiest, nerdiest team to run this operation. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like do you, you see the, the the most successful rapper? His engineer nine times out of ten might be white. You feel me? So you gotta understand, like you smarts is the future, bro. You're gonna save your body, you're gonna preserve your body, you're gonna like keep like the more like if you continue your brain to grow, that that's gonna allow you to live longer. hundred percent. You see what I'm saying? So like read that's why you say reading is healthy and fundamental. It really is. Like the more you learn, the more you keep away L timers and shit like that. You feel me? I my granny was so much like felt like she was losing her mind. I taught her how to use YouTube, mm-hmm. and she feel like she the smartest world back at it. You feel me? Just yeah. off technology, not medication. You know what I'm saying? So even if you got older parents or older grandparents, or something put them on technology. Get them hit. It's going to save. Like I said, just keep your mind moving. Yes, uh, yes, yes. That's like until you feel me. Even if you, even if you're rich, you know, even if you made it to the point you wanted to make it to, you still learn. Oh yeah. Keep yes. learning. Yes, bro. When they say knowledge is power, yeah. it really is, bro. It's the power of life. It really is. Just in simple things like signing contracts and yes. shit like that. Yes, Or reading the uh, back of ingredients to what you eat or what you clean your house with. That's where mm-hmm. I came about. That's yeah. how I learned how. That's why I picked up reading and, and, and trying to figure out what's going on, bro. I started reading the back of what is in a can of lights or what's mm-hmm. in the can, what's in bleach, what make this or what that. That's how I came about with this. Or figuring out what's going on. So, um, where do you see the future going? <clears throat> um, future, I see once it get on all platforms and once it get established, bro, I really think somebody or I think the United States or the government is going to come try to buy future. Like, I really think it could be that big, like, like, cause for one, it's just going to be generationalized. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's something you pass on to your kids, you feel me? So when you got kids in every state or anchor in every state or somebody doing something behind future or putting out t-shirts or trying to make something happen behind the future, there's no telling where it's going to go. So my job is like, I'm about to try to push it as far as I can, push it as hard as I can and try to make it. And I really think it could be that. And I'm not the only one. That's the crazy part. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not, you know what I'm saying? That's the not only the crazy, but that's the that's like the beauty of it. Like it's a lot of people that feel like this could get bigger than what it is. That's how I feel about like the Birds Network. Bro, that's why I'm with the Birds Network. It was just like, yeah, I have the vision of okay, we could be be the best podcast network. But it be other people who be like, bro, 
Stay on that shit, bro. Y'all yeah. have something special. You got a network with like how many for how many shows running under it? Uh, right now we might have five that's actually out. So so you got your network, Verge Network, and it's five shows running under it. Then not only that, you got a, a brand called Future growing up under it. You feel me? Like I knew when I I knew like when I put Future under the network and who I was working with and people I was working with, like I chose that shit. Everybody kept telling me like, Man, you could do this by yourself. You could do this. You could do that. You could do this by yourself, bro. Why are y'all so greedy? You feel me? Like doing by yourself is cool, but mm-hmm. when you bring others with you. Beautiful. You mm-hmm. feel me? It's more like you helping other families. You helping other people. You helping that. And then the people that you're dealing with are not greedy or, you know, they like people growing up with you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I I'm, deal with y'all like on a regular basis now. So now we know each other. We getting familiar with each other. You know what I'm saying? That's another reason why I cleaned up our act. Why Why would I be out here still, still doing the stuff I'm doing and y'all the way y'all move? I'm starting. I'm starting to move how my team move. I don't need to be in the streets 100 all day, all night. When I know five people on my team sleep, you feel me? That's not. That's not moving or working. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Or moving the right way. I'm moving as a team player. You feel me? I'm not out here trying to. Of course, we're going to promote our brand and be we number one. Who don't do that? Mm-hmm. Who don't do that? But we also into the business of making friends and being fruitful. Trying to help other people' brands grow. Mm-hmm. If you want to use our platform, that's a whole. Th- that's a thing. My interviews are one hundred percent free. Matter of fact, they not even they one hundred percent one hundred percent free for y'all. Mm-hmm. I pay for the interview. Driz don't record for free. You feel me? Whatever he charged me or whatever he said at the end of the night, mm-hmm. I give him that for him coming out recording this this interview. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like because I'm building a portfolio. I know what I'm doing. I know it's just the back the back end. On what I'm doing or what I'm going to do is going to be, it's going to be big. That's definitely how I look at a lot of shit. Like, uh, if people don't know, I pay Driz to be the, like, he's second in command for the Burbs Network. Yeah. Because I needed that pressure off my shoulder. But I pay him. That's, like, his job. Yeah. He's on payroll. Yeah. But I don't look at it as, okay, I got to pay this nigga every month. Yeah. I look at it as, it's going to come back. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and he, you don't want people working for free. No, bro, he got a family and a roof over his head, 100%. too, bro. And he do, and, like, a lot of times he be like, bro, you ain't got to do it, or you cool, mm-hmm. or whatever, you straight. But, like, you know what I'm saying? I just want the people who know mm-hmm. who, when I interview them or if after they book their interview, I pay for it, you feel me? We come out there and do that. We come mm-hmm. out there and make it happen. So, it's just like. Yeah, but I have multiple people look at me crazy, like, you don't charge for your interviews or nothing like that? Like. Right, 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 bro. Like we going like it's like the like the back end is going yeah. to be tremendous, bro. This is a like, conversation, bro. At yeah. the end of the day, yes, bro. Yes, that's it. Like when we come in or earlier or stars, you crest plan platforms or crest our time. Okay, here mm-hmm. I even might do celebrity interviews for free. Bro. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the interviews is not the source of income. You 100%. know what I'm saying? It's not the hundred percent of income. At the end of the day, you still got to transfer the stream. You still mm-hmm. got to get your platform up. You still got to build yeah. your name. You can have a thousand interviews, but if you're not putting it out right. Yeah. You know, like you, like a lot of people want to see a lot of team people get interviewed on the future this year. Like, like it's a lot of underground, like 
a lot of underground stuff going on. I wouldn't even say underground. I'm gonna say it's a lot of young people that's putting in a lot of work on a national yeah. level. Like it's people in Pontiac with a million TikTok followers. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I don't know if people understand like how big that is or understand what that really means. But that means you got a million people or whatever. I know it'd be like bots or whatever yeah. shit coming up. But, but even just yeah, just to be at that magnitude yeah. level, bro, it's up there. Like, you never know who's peeking in or watching. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. Like, it's going to be up. Like, I'm going to put a lot of shit out there this year. What I fuck with is this the positivity you bring to the team. Like, that, that shit is difficult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially in the beginning phases. Oh, yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Definitely, 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 definitely. I mean, like, as far as, like, I feel like just on the strength of y'all, like, even just believing in what I got going on because we had a whole nother idea yeah. for you being on the network. Yeah, and we what was, was it? What was it though? It was supposed to be a podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah, it wanted me to do podcast. So it it was for real, for real. It was multiple podcasts that we had like a podcast like two years ago. We tried to do shit couldn't get shaken. Then it was like every year we had a podcast and di- you know different hosts, of course, but. Shit just never worked through. And we were just like, you was like, I got something for you. Yeah. Next thing I know, it was the future. Yeah, I know. And then it came, like, this is how I know the name. Like, I did a little short film with Mac Meyer when the shit all came. And, like, rapidly, one day. We out there filming. Dre, I do the short film with Mac Meyer and Slipping. Boom, we finished that up. Um, Dre is like, shit, you might as well interview him while you right here and just start off your YouTube show. And then he like, um, then I already got changed my name on Facebook to Future Bill like mm-hmm. three weeks before that. So I didn't really know like where I was going with that shit anyway. So it was just so crazy and awkward when I when I came with the shit. So he like, um, damn, what um who about to name the show? I'm like, shit, the future. He like the future. I'm like, just think about it, bro. We about to put all the teens and upcoming stars on the map. First, bro, like we're gonna see, we're gonna see what the world don't see in them first. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we just gonna keep a close eye to the ground. Like this is all for the world. Like this is kids. Like if we gonna take, t- it's gonna be times so to where, um, like you said, you might you going to Japan. You feel me? Like you might have your photographer with you. You feel me? You can interview on. You can step in and do an episode of the future. You feel mm-hmm. me? If you find somebody worthy or conversate with somebody right then and there, mm-hmm. you have that right. You yeah. feel me? So now we got a show in Hong Kong or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in Japan or whatnot, mm-hmm. floating around, or somebody is coming up. Like that's the whole thing about the future, bro. It's all nationalities, all walks of life, all that. You might see a fucking animal in the future. The greatest next. Uh, German Shepherd, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I'm attacking all angles with it. Like that's on the interview line, on the interview wise. When a merch, I mean, when that fashion line hit, it's gonna be undeniable. I think, like literally. And here, like, and then, like, I, like, you know, ain't nobody did no paperwork or none of that shit. Like, we don't need that right now. But once, once everything start and first piece of merchandise put out, watch it. So you set up to where everybody get paid, everybody make this shit shake. For sure. For sure, for sure. Uh, before we get out of here, let's uh go into the throwback track. Uh, What is it? Big timers. Everybody get your roll on. 
everybody get your roll on everybody get your roll on everybody get your motherfucking roll on what everybody get your roll on everybody get your motherfucking roll on what everybody get your roll on everybody get your motherfucking roll on what everybody get your roll on everybody get your motherfucking roll on what Everybody get your motherfucking roll on. Everybody get your roll on. Everybody get your motherfucking roll on. What? Everybody get your roll on. Everybody get your motherfucking roll on. What? Everybody get your roll on. Everybody get your motherfucking roll on. What? Everybody get your roll on. Everybody get your motherfucking roll on. What? I like now. We back with sophisticated ignorance with Top Bell. Uh, before we get up out of here, let's talk about some sports, man. Oh yeah, let's do it. What's up? You a Lakers fan? LeBron fan? Oh yeah, and I and I forgot I uh, got ties in Ohio. Shout out my baby Bron. <sighs> Shout out my baby Bron, man. I feel certain things like LeBron family. Man, I don't like Lakers fans, dog. Who your team, bro? Who your team? Who is my team? My team is Golden State. So you really, what you think about KD? That's your guy? Uh, I don't have no problems with KD. You don't? Mm. I got a problem with how he came and won two chips for y'all. For sure, for sure. He did what he was supposed to do. No, he didn't, 
know he was supposed to stay. He already had a super team in OKC, basically. Him, Russ, and a bunch of other super dudes. And then they got rid of Jay Harden for sure. But y'all are 3-1 at the door, bro. Come on, bro. 3-1. They called him the best scorer, though. Like, he got a killer instinct. Like, <clears throat> anybody that close... Going to put it, and you got killer, killer instinct, bro. You going to put it away, the other car. But when you got somebody on your team fucking up your feng shui, who Steph was going? Nuts. I'm talking about Russie. Russie was fucking up KD's feng shui. KD did not want to be in OKC no more, bro. That's because KD that being up, from, that big, being bro. up three one was a mistake. No, it wasn't. He didn't. He didn't expect them to go up three one against Golden State. That's bro, serious. It's like. A, it's like you seen a, the air let out of him, dog. Like you seen the air let out of his chest or some shit when that shit was going Damn. on. He changed. He took. He act like a different person. Just like when Draymond got to uh, call him a bitch and shit on the bitch, he shut down. Yeah, I, I think that's what happened with Russ, bro. He was like, "All right, you think you can win? Do this by yourself, type shit." Like he might be one of them type of persons, bro. You might be right, and but let them lose. Well, only thing I would say about that is, if you a killer. No killer is letting go to say come back 3-1. You feel what I'm saying? I don't care who you, what killer in the history of NBA, nigga. Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. That shit ain't happening to none of them niggas. They don't give a fuck. You, you feel what I'm saying? But then again, you got to think about Let that. Jordan be up 3-1. It's over. Yeah, it's over. of course. Let any let LeBron be up 3-1. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. He never looked like he like, and then like I don't think LeBron get the credit because he lost a lot of finals. You gotta understand what LeBron went through, bro. He had that Kobe mentality. His favorite player was Kobe, bro. Like it don't matter what all he thought about was not quitting and not losing. And he took a team that he knew he had to hype out a person that scored ten points a season to go into four games and average thirty with him. Listen, come on, man. I will never take anything away from LeBron. As a man or as an athlete, what he does is just amazing. He does amazing shit. He's just not my guy. He's just not my guy. I give you that. Some people like scores and some people like motherfuckers who can shoot the three. He's just a nigga from Ohio. Yeah, basically. That's big big and could dunk. Uh, It's not special about Brian on the court. I agree. Even though he's my favorite player, you're not going to expect Brian. Brian, do the fadeaway. Brian, do the crossover. I feel like that's, you're not going to get that from Brian. What Brian is, he ushered the style of play of how niggas play now into the NBA. Where it was niggas who could be, you could be 6'8, 6'9. Because ever since from Magic on, like, you feel me? From Magic to LeBron, it was nobody in that space. It was scorers who took over the league. So you didn't have a nigga like who can is a pass first. He a pass first nigga. He's Control, he a, and look, what's so crazy? He's pass first and he's number three in the all time scorers list. Yeah. Like I just wanna I just wanna know how many points he'd have if he was just go out there and kill every night. Win, lose, or draw. But he's gone on record. Bro, he said, might have eighty thousand points. He's gone on record and said I could win the scoring title whenever I every want to. Every season. Yeah. Basically, there's no coach that's going to pull LeBron off the floor if he take 20 shots a game, no. 40 shots a game, 30 shots a game. They're not going to say, Brian, you got to sit down. No, they're going to keep letting him juice up. So, speaking of the future, who is the future of the NBA? Um, the future of the NBA. 
past KD and them and yeah. you guys they getting old. They getting yeah. older now. Yeah, I'ma say Jason Tatum. Beast. And what Jason Tatum in there too, but as far as like, yeah, Jason Tatum. I like Darren Fox. I think he might He gotta get out of Sacramento. Yeah, he gotta get out of Sacramento. Devin Booker. Devin Booker got the next opportunity to be one of the faces of the NBA. Yeah, them boys right there. I mean, Bronny, Bronny James coming up, but they really got Bronny shelter. Like, it's rumors that Bronny, uh, Bronny's six four right now. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, his games ain't like they won't televise his games no more. Like they like hiding them type shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? His genetics. He's getting coached by Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert Arenas just insisted like he's got the genetics of LeBron. It's good or not of him. Besides the physicality part, like IQ. Mm-hmm. He's coming along high. He could be like, like they won't really exploit Bronny just yet. Like we don't really know him like just yet. I feel like that. Then we got Isaiah Tom, uh, uh, Isaiah T- Jackson at Kentucky. He from out of Pontiac. He yep. went to Waterford. He's going lottery, like top top ten, top fifteen. Like that. I he's think one, he's one and done. I think he he's for sure one and done. I feel he has the talent to go top five, especially in this class. This is not a strong class. Niggas was niggas was talking about the last year of class with Lamelo and all them and niggas. You gotta, and you got to think about these boys hitting growth spurts again yeah. too. So they like they growing like they pushing past eating healthy, eating mm-hmm. organic, and they putting two more inches on their height. You got mm-hmm. Jason Tatum. He's twenty what 24, 23. Might not even be 24 for real. Might be like 22, like 20, 20. Yeah, 22, 23. Yeah. Been in the league about four or five years now. He just grew two more inches, like over the summer. Anthony, like Anthony Davis. And you can just see it in Isaiah. You can see it in like Isaiah Jackson. He's going to grow again. He's going to mm-hmm. be 6'11. Like he's linked over, shriveled up, hands clawed up. He's not done growing. Mm-hmm. So um, I think uh, Lamelo, that's my guy. Always been my guy. Oh, Lamelo. As far as like, oh yeah, Lamelo got social media on lock, bro. Like mm-hmm. he's down here. It's he's tied in with Babyface Ray and all type of people, bro. Like the bar, like the Bar Brothers are really down to earth, mm-hmm. like bros. Like they fuck with people. I shot. I fuck with the boss. For sure, for sure. Um, Jason Tatum yet? Like he gonna be? Um, yeah, I think by I think by time. KD in his last year, Jason Tatum's going to be averaging 30 just going yeah. nuts. He's six, he a 16 shooter. Right? Yeah. Um, Can't stop it. Jason Tatum, by the time it's done, he's going to be one of the greats. I think even the top three picks of this draft, I think they all are going to have. Zion. Zion. Yeah, Zion. Brian, yeah. Zion, Brandon, Ing- Ringo. They going nuts, too. Yeah. Zion living up to his hype. I give him that. But he's yeah. not no LeBron hype. No. Like everybody thought, he's just a good ass player, very I, good player. Life would be great in his own way. And people might look at me crazy when I say this: if Ben Simmons can get a fucking decent jump shot, he will be one of the most dominant players in the NBA. Oh yeah, of course. He, he is six nine point guard he, and can check all five positions. He averages twenty and he takes zero jump shots. And he and he's on and he guard like I said that and he guard every one through five. He's after Kawhi give me Ben Simmons on the defense. Yeah, he's like well he averaging what three four steals a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on the verge of getting his defense. 
it's a plan. It's going to happen next two seasons for sure. So before we get out of here, NBA championship, who are the two teams? Lakers, Nets, Lakers in five. I got Clippers, Nets. Nets in six. That's a wrap. (laughs) On that note, that is Sophisticated Ignorance. I am your host, McFly. You can find us at the Verbs Network. We out. This is the Verbs Network.